Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, and I am so happy you're here. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for the next 30 minutes or so, and you must be an extraordinary woman if you're here listening today. This is the place where we have conversations about relevant, current, and important topics for today's women. From finding that elusive balance that we all seek, to clearing out the stuff that we no longer need in our lives. Those are our conversations and not much is off limits. The mission of the Extraordinary Women podcast is to give you ideas, inspiration, and even hope that your dreams are absolutely possible. So let's get started. everyone and this week I'm talking about hobbies. Actually I'm going to do a series on hobbies in my Extraordinary Women magazine. Why? Hobbies are super important to have. Hobbies are about trying on new things with absolutely no expectation of mastery, just fun. Welcome to the Extraordinary Women podcast where we talk about the issues that women just like you are thinking about, dealing with, and working through in your daily lives. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Sherry Harmel. I'm editor and chief creative, as I call myself, of the Extraordinary Women magazine. And life can sometimes get a little complicated, stressful, and even messy at times. But always, always remember, you are truly a unique an extraordinary woman. Well, one new hobby I'm trying on in November is embroidery. I can't even remember the last time I embroidered and I never really learned properly. So back then I just started in with a pattern, no mastery, no expectations. But this time I wanted to see if I liked it again. I wanted to learn properly. And my class is taught by a woman in Paris who actually did embroidery for several famous couture shops. Incredible. Rebecca will be in one of our next Extraordinary Women magazine issues, so more to come on Rebecca. Today, though, I want to talk about my biggest hobby, and that is reading. I'm an insatiable reader. I read everything from history Uh, just finished No Ordinary Time with my book club at the American Library in Paris, to Kristen Hanna's Four Winds, which I cried through and later discussed with my Minnesota book club. But the question really is, why should we read? Why does reading even matter? Well, first, the characters we meet in books can be comforting and even provide companionship. When I read a good book of fiction, I'm in the book. I'm not only walking with the characters, but I'm in their heads. I'm connecting to their inner thoughts and feelings. And if there are any shared experiences, there's true comfort in knowing that you're not alone. Currently, I'm reading The Paris Library by Janet. I'm going to have trouble saying this. Skeslian Charles. Janet Skeslian Charles. And I'm Odalie, who is the primary character in the book. And Odalie is a young woman who, just before the start of World War II, 
wants to break out of family expectations and work at the American Library in Paris. It's a historical fiction that has me switching between two different time periods, two different stages of Odalie's life, and her thinking as a young adult versus an outsider in America after the war. I'm Odalie, both a young woman and a woman with more years behind her than ahead of her. But I live alone, and having moved to Boston, I'm slowly rebuilding my community. And it is super hard. If any of you have moved, you know it is super hard to find your community and very easy to feel isolated when you move to a new town or a new city where you don't know very many people. Goodness, how many of you freaked out last week, uh, when, or I think it was this week, when Facebook and Instagram went down As humans, we not only seek connection and community, we need it. So many events can cause you to not have community, especially endings like a breakup, a divorce, or even the passing of a spouse. Or, you know, we go through these big changes in our lives, a move to a new city. There can be family estrangement, retirement, career pivots, and even being a solopreneur, can be rather lonely. It's just you and that computer or whatever else it is that you're working with. But reading provides a companionship or a kind of companionship that supports you while you build up that physical community that you need. You will never ever feel lonely if you read. And even more important, you never feel like you're the only person who has ever dealt with the circumstances that you are going through. That alone is incredibly helpful because it's so easy for us to think that we're the only one who's going through whatever it is and that no one on the planet, let alone your city, understands how you are feeling. Another reason we should read? You get a more global perspective of history and that, ladies, can lessen our stress. I mentioned that I had finished reading No Ordinary Time by Doris Kearns Goodwin for one of my book clubs. And the book gave me insight into America during the 1930s and 40s that I really hadn't realized or studied before. On a global level, it also helped me to understand what a young country America is and why we can't lose our history because we really don't have all that much to learn from. I love Europe, and as you know, I live in Paris half the year, so European history is another passion of mine. The book shared what America was like at the start of World War II. I was shocked to learn that most adults, you know, weren't in school beyond sixth or maybe at the most eighth grade, how rampant discrimination was, and that we couldn't have entered the the war at the beginning, even if the American people had wanted it, because we had zero military and not much industry. But I wondered, what was happening in Europe during those times, and how did Germany get so powerful? I learned that Germany was decimated after the First World War. Everything had either been destroyed or taken away. So every single thing Germany created was new, and it was cutting edge. That Maginot line? Completely irrelevant. Germany had planes and tanks that made that trench, that Maginot line, however you pronounce it, silly. 
every other country in Europe was still thinking wars would be fought with horses and guns. Huh, kind of interesting. So my perspective of World War II changed by reading this book. But what I also realized was that every single decision we make as a country, as a family, or even as an individual has a consequence, a ripple effect, so to speak. Now, why is this important to you as a woman today? Well, hopefully you, the global perspective that you get, the bird's eye view of past history can help you to navigate the choppy waters of today. We all know how polarized our country and even our families have been for a good while now. That it, and, and that alone has added a huge amount of stress to our lives. Reading books gives us the time to think, discern, and decide on our own beliefs, our own opinions. So much of social media and even the news is about telling us what we should think and the right way to think regardless of the various opinions and sides. What happened to discussions, nice debates? I have a sister who, when I said in a conversation back in January 2019 that we were both privileged on so many levels, she got so angry that she walked out of my house and hasn't spoken to me since. It happens. Families aren't always loving and caring. And books have helped me to realize I'm not the only person who's estranged from her sister or her family. The more I read, the more I realize that sadly, this family estrangement is a rather common occurrence. My guess is that you too have a sad story or two. And and truly, there's always a book out there that can help you to understand that you're not alone in the experience or the thoughts that are going through your head. If you haven't found that book yet, keep reading. One little exercise I do each year and sometimes several times during the year is to write down everything that went well the past year. Try it. Don't filter. Write down everything that went well, big and little. Next, in another section of your journal, now you're going to write down the things that didn't go well. No judgment, complete honesty. The mistakes, the bad decisions, the poor choices, the comments and conversations that you wish had never happened. Write them all down. Now, the goal in this exercise is to go back and look at each one of those experiences that didn't go well and write down what you learned from those experiences. And think bigger picture, the whole of you. What did you learn from that experience that didn't go well experience, as I like to call it? Now, I did that with my decision to move back to Minnesota. It was tough, but I learned first Number one, you can never go back. And second, that I'm grateful for the time that I was there. I'm grateful for the time that I had with my children and grandchildren that I wouldn't have had if I hadn't been there at that particular time. There was goodness and gifts inside what I might want to call a bad decision or something that didn't go well. 
I promise you, you will get value from revisiting those didn't go well experiences. You'll find your own nuggets of gold. And also what is kind of interesting is that do, going through this exercise helps you to let go of any negative self-defeating thoughts of, oh, should have, could have, whatever, whatever. All of those, those particular thoughts that we actually impose on ourselves when we reflect back on our mistakes. Once you find the nugget, you can let go of some of that. My last comment and why you should read is that reading is a hobby and hobbies are good for us. Whether I'm reading, you know, that comfortable formula of a Danielle Steele novel, which is one of my favorites to read on plane rides when I'm trying to be distracted, or laughing through Bill Bryson's Notes from a Small Island, or making notations inside Winter in Paris by Bill Coggins, I'm enjoying myself. I mentioned that I'm trying out a few new hobbies before the new year, before the new year and before the year is up, but my all-time favorite hobby is reading. What about you? Any new hobbies that you're trying out? The experts tell us that hobbies are good for us. They relieve stress and they bring us joy. The truth about hobbies is if you either love it or you give it up and find another one. You get to spend time only with the hobbies that you love. Plus, hobbies can give us instant community. An embroidery group, a dinner group, a pickleball or tennis game. You're instantly part of a community with people who enjoy at least one thing you too love. Book clubs have been my joy and my connection through all of my moves. Even across the pond to Paris, I have two, wait, 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 I think I have three book clubs that I'm a part of in Paris. My college sorority sisters book club that I started back in Minnesota when I was there reconnected me with women I've known and loved since our college years. And it allowed me to step into my love of cooking and entertaining. So reading isn't something where I say, hmm, why read? It's actually one of the pillars of my essence, my personality, and my connections. Well, maybe I should start a book club with you. Ladies, if you're tired of never having time for you, never making the time to connect with yourself and your dreams, then I know you will love The Extraordinary Women magazine. The magazine will make you want to take some time for yourself because you're going to want to read every single issue as soon as it shows up in your inbox. It's actually like a mini hobby, <laughs> if I can call it that. I named the magazine Extraordinary Women because every issue has stories of at least two extraordinary women who will probably remind you a little of yourself. So try on that label. And if you know of someone you think I should highlight in the magazine, just message me. The magazine is a dream-supporting, dream-inspiring read that I know you're going to love. It's got ideas, recipes, lifestyle suggestions meant to give you hope and encouragement, which, you know, we all need more of today. 
Plus in issue three, which just came out on October 1st, we have added a section called Home Matters. I have had so many people ask me about my Paris apartment and the decorating process of my Boston apartment that I decided to embrace another one of my loves, which is the home. Also, I'll be back in my Paris apartment in about a week, and I will be there for my three months, my 90-day stint. So in the magazine, there's a section I call my Parisian attitude, where I share all of my daily musings and experiences that surround my life in Paris. In addition, we are creating a small, special Christmas in Paris, as I call a petit magazine. So you can love, so if you love Paris and you want to receive that little magazine, make sure to subscribe to the magazine right now. That's how you'll receive that little issue, that small issue of Christmas in Paris as a gift. So married or solo, kids grown or still at home, corporate career, an entrepreneurs, a stay-at-home mother, even retired, this magazine is meant to be like your best friend who appreciates you, encourages you, and inspires you to find that secret to your happiness. So go to the extraordinarywomenmagazine.com and join us by clicking this subscribe button. Nothing complicated, just good stories, a little inspiration, and a big dose of hope. Thank you, and as I say to all my friends and neighbors in Paris, a bientôt. Thank you for listening today. If you want to hear more, just tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you felt this podcast was helpful, Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any conversations and that you also get notified when we have special gatherings. If you liked this episode, please share it with another extraordinary woman. And if you have a moment, I very much appreciate you leaving a review. Now, if you want to hear more about the Extraordinary Women magazine, which includes much more than just the magazine, Reach out to me via social media or join us at sherryharmel.com. I look forward to our next conversation and I hope you do too.